Yeah, I'm super curious. I mean, I want to get with her the night off, but <laughs> I do that yeah, Darren would think he's getting told off if he did so. So it's like, oh, come on. Yeah, Nero is proper, like, he just wants out now. Mm-hmm. He's been told by, you know, the big boss, just do this thing and then you're out. Because you don't know what happened to his old partner, do you? No. And uh, I don't, if I'm honest, I'm not going to press too much at this point. Yeah, out of it, does he believe? Does he believe any of this shit? I guess he doesn't. Um, no, he's got he's got the tingles from the piece of wood, but other than that, maybe it's just, you know, in his head, is it the excitement? Is it all just uh, because it's all kicking off? You know, all that's really happened is a woman's like, yeah, you'll go save everyone. And he's gone stood in the rain and lied to various people about things until someone went with him. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, nothing's really, nothing's really happened that that sort of was expected of what he thought being a spy would be. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? I guess he's been presented as it's a, you're a spy, but you're really not. Yeah. Neither of us are. Yeah. We're there to save the realm and protect the people, but realistically, it's just. Uh, it's Pisces. Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich, and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero, and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. Okay, so last episode, fuck all happened. You got some photographs developed. We met the lovely Emma. Emma was a delightful character. Hopefully a repeat in the series. Rich, it's called role-playing. Keep up. Uh, yeah, very RP-heavy episode. I'm keen. I want to know about this bloody sentient wood. So you flip the picture over. Mm-hmm. It is a picture of the, is a picture of the wood that you snapped earlier. They've come out fine. Looking at it, you feel absolutely fine. There's no, there's no, no feeling comes over you. Okay, cool. Oh, incredible. So, yeah. So I, I, as I flip it over, I'm just like nothing. It, it's just, just the photo, and he just shows him it. Just goes boom, turns it around, shows him it. Oh, I'm just like really excitedly just gonna scramble it like almost out of your hands and just lay it down because now I can finally get a good look at everything. I was like, oh my god, this. Have, have you seen this? And then sort of stare at it really like almost like face against table levels of close like the characters they're, they're unlike anything I've ever seen before but they're they're so familiar at the same time this is this is and then he's got to look up at you like sort of eyes now beaming like this this is interesting then the sort of bury his head back down but out of uh, curiosity while he's doing that are there any other photos on the camera or was it just the two that we took it was just the two oh, that we took okay. It was a new one. Nice. Yeah, so um, he's just going to... Cr- dirty perv. Oh, no. I wasn't <laughs> going straight to... <laughs> straight to porno. But, you know, if uh, 
if she was if Kim was really enamored by this maybe there's something else in there that would uh, work as a clue yeah good old Woody but yeah I'm just gonna look at it just dig into it oh my god do you know what this could be this could be this could be a whole new language a whole new series of talking to people he's got to mutter to himself and he sort of like <laughs> stares away at it a whole new series of talking to people he's so excited he's lost the ability <laughs> to create sensible sentences oh, you have such a way with words <laughs> this study words I don't have to use them I'm sorry for those kids <laughs> promise me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Now, Gonzo, listen to me. If you can make any sense of these words, do not speak them aloud. Okay? Promise me that. Then he's just going to look at you like, why, why on earth would you not want to hear this? Because we don't know what it does. May I remind you that four hours ago we went into that office and 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 lowers his voice and saw what we saw. Now, now you know, I'm not suggesting what I said happened, but regardless, Granger's not here. Okay, so anything could have happened. Anything could have happened. We have to keep an open mind. If yeah, if you say you want to find her, there's no point in me you reading that and then going somewhere and or being possessed. I don't know, you know, because sure I'm not fucking coming to find you. <laughs> Charming. Thanks, Kevin. Um, and he's got a slump back in his seat. And he's like, ah. like, fine. And he's got what he's got to do is he's got to fold the picture in half and it's like stuff it into his pocket. Like, look. Let's just okay. Let's go in there. Let's go see this dick side of. You mean go to? Her Are house? we going to her house on the way to the dick side? Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. That's what I meant. Apologies. The more the moors are north of um, York, so we'll go to her house, go to moors, and then continue. Then he's just going to stand there, but I'm glad you're driving. <laughs> and, uh, sort of gesture towards the door. Yeah, so we we head out, um, drive to her house. Uh-huh. Um, As you're driving, Gonzo's going to ask you if you have any other hilariously fancy gadgets, because the mobile phone kind of blew his mind a little bit. He's uh, He knows a few people with some, but he's never seen one. Well, he's never been able to use one before, so he's just a bit like, what is this spy shit? Uh, well... A phone? A mobile phone? I know, phone. yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Have you you seen on the telly when the, the, those doctors have got that pager thing? The pager? Mm. Yeah, I know about the pages. I've uh, had a pager for a long time. Well, well, that's I suppose that's the only other thing other thing I've got. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> You're a very up and down guy, Kevin. <laughs> I suppose I am. And he just continues driving. Yeah. He's exhausted. He's exhausted. Yeah. Fed up with fucking Agent Gonzo, I'm sure. <laughs> you get to Kim Granger's house. 
the door is still unlocked from this morning. Uh, you left in a, a big hurry, didn't you? Unfortunately, the tea stain has dried on the carpet, and now it's you know it's, it's a dirty brown stain on a nice beige carpet. No. Oh, fuck. No. Uh, but there's no one here. You see, that she hasn't come back. So the the owner, the owner of the place that she's gonna go. And fuck knows if she's gonna bloody walk there, but it's the only place that she's gonna go is to the to the dig site. Yeah. We've looked around everywhere in the house. And for some reason he looks for a panty draw, but I don't know why he did that. <laughs> Need to be thorough, Kevin. While you're talking you do hear maybe a bit of a creak or a bit of a rustling upstairs. And then I'm just going to stop in my tracks and just sort of like look at him like a startled child. Uh, Gon- uh, Nero will look at Gonzo and like nod and look up to sort of to motion to head upstairs uh, with him. Then I'm just going to look at you and just shake my head like you want to go towards the mystery noises. Kim? Kim? Is that you? no answer fuck this um, <laughs> as he walks um, towards the stairs can he see anything to pick up as a a makeshift weapon a, a, a lamp uh, anything she actually has a fireplace so there's a poker near the fireplace okay he grabs one of those he grabs a poker mm-hmm. uh, and he does a weird like faux a uh, military thing like two thing, two fingers on his eyes and says look at the door mm. <laughs> um, to Gonzo um, so you want me to watch the downstairs door or the upstairs door <laughs> he goes fucking look at the look at the downstairs door I'm, I'm heading up you look at the downstairs door no 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 no. I've seen have you seen Scream uh, no we should stay together it's definitely not been released yet but <laughs> <laughs> And bullshit. Scream was definitely before 95. Right. So he heads up. Nero heads up. Oh, it comes out next year. Oh. The trailer's fantastic. <laughs> the trailer's fantastic. You've seen the trailers um, for that film, haven't you? <laughs> um, Nero's talking as he goes up. Hello, Kim. It's, uh... Kevin... What, what was, was my name, name again? <laughs> what was my name again? Jones. <laughs> Kevin Peterson? Uh, no, that was him. I think Kevin that was Peterson's my name. Kevin Smith, I think. Kevin Smith. <laughs> You're Kevin Jones. I've Kevin Jones, that's it. Right, thanks. Um, <laughs> so Kevin Jones. Crises all around, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I am. Yeah. You make it's your way, Kevin Jones. You make your way upstairs, um, and her her door is still closed, as it was this morning when you looked. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think the sound came from the room that Agent Gonzo was sleeping in. So you make your way up to the landing um, and you're just outside the door. I'm, uh, Gonzo's, Gonzo's gonna follow you up and before you get to the door, he's like, look, you were right. This is a bad idea. I, um, I think, I think I was thinking this wouldn't be as terrifying as it is and maybe we should just leave. 
Too late for that now. <laughs> a bit late for that now, mate. <laughs> Standing uh, he... outside the door. <laughs> so, so uh, Rich, is the door ajar? It could be pushed open. Okay. Well, they say the element surprise is a is a, a big bonus. So, and this is a whisper. I'm not you know, shouting this. Uh, you've long lost the element of surprise. Yes, <laughs> I, was yes, well, yeah. I suppose yeah, I've been <laughs> shouting. I've been shouting who I am and who I'm not up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and Ed stood by the door going, I don't think we should go in now. <laughs> yeah. Some kind um, of he, Kevin's He here. pushes the door open with the poker. poker. Okay. And then suddenly you have... And the two cats that Kim have scramble out of the room and downstairs. Oh, you fucker. Uh, Gonzo. Uh, Nero, sorry, Nero jumps back and just like... Fucking cats! <laughs> yeah. Gonzo just lets out a scream that he wish he never had. Uh, a pitch that is higher than he knew was possible. Are you happy now? Go, can we go? I think. I think uh, I've seen enough. Nero heads downstairs and um, shuts the when when we leave sh- shuts the door. Mm-hmm. Then. As we just get outside, Gonzo's just going to turn and say, oh, wait, do we need to take the cats with us? Who's going to feed the cats? Look, Gonzo, do you want to pay a council tax? Do you want to pay a water rates? What What more do you want to do? I mean, we can't leave the cats. What they the cats eat? are pretty resourceful, resourceful creatures. Oh. Oh. Fine. Um, but... Okay. And he's just sort of just going to muse over a few ideas in his head, but just like shoot them down before he says them. Nero is already walking towards the car. So he's going to look back at the house, like, sorry, cats. And then go get in the car. Start driving. Agent Gonzo, do you want to give me another luck roll? Eighty-nine. Okay. Over. You get into the car and you start driving up to the moors. Um, it's about an hour's drive, so we'll say you get there 12, 12.30, I think. Mm-hmm. It looks like, well, for starters, the rain is easing off now. There's a few, um, a few spits on the way up there, um, but it's mostly all gone now, but it's still quite grey and overcast. Still horrible weather. But when you get to the site, you can see that the press is kind of thinning out. There's maybe one or two vans left now. And maybe you've heard on the radio on the way up. Um, maybe a small news report, but now the news cycle's kind of moved on a little bit. The the, the mystery has, has kind of dissipated a little bit. The guy's dead. They found some bones. You know, they're all moving on now. But you get to the site uh, and you can pull up. The guy actually waves you through the police cordon as well, so you don't have to you don't have to park up down by the press. You can park up with the other police vehicles. When we go past the police vehicles, uh, Nero just goes, "Oh for fuck's sake!" Guess what? I didn't. I didn't get Bob a, a coffee. Oh for fuck's sake! Oh, I don't. No. How could you remember that after all we've seen? No, it feels like it's been a week. It's only been a couple a day. of days. One day. Yeah, <laughs> one day. 
Oh shit! You roundhouse kicked someone yesterday. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I was in character. You know, we're, we're I totally more thinking of more SAS. <laughs> and before before we before we get out, Nero's uh, just gonna uh, broach the sort of plan of action. So we just we go to the police tents, look at the evidence, walk around the dig site. Walk around the horn, and if we find nothing, or if we find anything, we try to secure it. If we find nothing, we leave. If we get stopped by a chief constable, we just say, look, final sweep, it looks like you've got everything under control. Um, MI5 is happy with the performance, and um, we'll be on our way. Happy? And then I'm putting on my high vis in the background. But yeah, that's fine. That's, that's you know you know we do. But do you think it's safe to leave Woody in the car, or do we need to take him with us? Similar similar situation as yesterday. Um, uh, well, last night in game, coat coat uh, big high vis coat on Woody inside, mm-hmm. um, inside the inside pocket. I think you've humanised him by calling him Woody. Lovely. <laughs> 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 so we've got a, we've got a villain to the piece. Mm. Lovely, you get out of the car. Where do you want to head first? Um, Nero is thinking more to head straight to the house, um, which is just outside where we parked. And we yep. probably see it, uh, you know, probably 10 metres in front of us. Yeah. Um, makes sense to him to walk, have a look around, look through window. If it's open, go in. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely open, yeah. Cool. Um using sort of a pencil just look inside open up door <laughs> you see anything Peterson? yeah I'm just gonna look around well do you want to let me explain well, I'm not seeing nothing <laughs> it's in the house before you decide that there's nothing in there <laughs> no I see nothing let's go to the next place <laughs> let's move on <laughs> oh, no go on I see, see nothing Josie so there's bullet holes around the frame of the door if you noticed as you walk up uh, sticking your head in you, you saw the picture I put it in discord it's a small it's more like a shed more than, more than a house and it's dilapidated but it's not particularly messy when you get in there um, there's an old iron stove with space enough only for a small pan on top with a chimney reaching up and out the building there's a bed, more a cot than anything else, lies on the floor in one corner. A single battered wardrobe sits against the west wall. Uh, and there's a blood stain that pulls across the floor near the doorway. So this guy was presumably James with a Wilton, Walton? James Wilton. Wilton. He was living out here, up on the moors in this little shack. He was. Um, can I roll a search for a, um, a more in-depth look through the house? Sure. Roll a search. Uh, 69 over 60. 69. Yeah, I'm also going to roll that as well. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, roll a search. So I know. We'll be looking. And... 94 <laughs> over 60. You... You t- both take a look round. There's in the wardrobe. There's like a 
a few clothes. There's a worn wax jacket. There's some dirty blue jeans. Smells a bit of mould. The stove has long since burned out and now sits cold. Ash has collected inside the little gate and a few spots have fallen onto the floor below. That's about it. You don't find anything else of interest? No um, signs of occult activity? Nope. Nothing at all? Nope. Look, I, I mean, the police would have, would have taken anything of interest in here. Uh, yeah. That's... Maybe uh, maybe we move on. I think you're right. I think you're right. Shall we uh, go down the the western side of this dig site and just have a, a scout along the northern edge towards the police tents? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, I'm sort of saying that like I... With a bit of confidence, but I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just go where you tell me. <laughs> As you come out the house, Chief Constable King's waiting for you. And he points at you, Agent Gonzo. Sorry, no, Agent Agent Nero. He says, oh, you. Where do you get off telling my staff what to do? What? Are you on about yesterday? Yeah, telling my staff to vacate the tent. Well... As much as uh, I respect your authority, Chief Constable, certain things are a matter of uh, national security when it comes to MI5. So, unless they had proper clearance, I, I didn't think it prudent to waste everyone's time going through their their particulars. I thought it was beneficial for everyone just to clear the tent for 15 minutes. Look, your fancy badge doesn't mean you can come onto my site and be a big fucking swinging dick, right? Just wind your fucking neck in. <laughs> And he puts his hand up as, as to apologise. I'm sorry. It, Chief Constable, I, honestly, I, I wholeheartedly apologise. I did not mean to offend your position. And you know what? I deserve that bit of a telling off. That's awful. Why did I? <laughs> but you get the gist. <laughs> you get the hand. gist is the word you're looking yeah. for. Um, this is all... All right. Well, where's where's um where's Miss Granger? Well, uh, he sort of shrinks back a little bit. We uh, we went back to her house to um to chat about a few bits and pieces, and then um, we were expecting to meet her here, but no sign of her. But you know, I suppose it's still early. By mm-hmm. all accounts, she's she had a long day yesterday, like you you lot. Obviously, no, no one's got the stamina like you do. Mm, all right. What else do you need to look at here? Are you trying to fuck this guy, George? Are you trying to fuck this guy? It says you. <laughs> yeah. This is supposed to be like a scary kind of horror game, guys, not just fuck everyone you lay eyes on. <laughs> we, we obviously didn't flirt in our real life, so we just flirt with you. Romance Sim 1995. Uh, what else do you need to see on set? Yeah, well, and he looks towards Peterson and he says, "Well, Peterson and I just want to have a quick uh, final look around, but we're hearing on the radio that if you think it's pretty much an open and shut case that you know this crazy guy killing animals, bearing them here for whatever reason. Uh, oh, yeah. we, we just need to have a sweep around. We've thought it better off while it's only a shower and not pissing it down. We'll write up a report. I am people." But, uh, 
I guess we'll find a motive somewhere down the road, won't we? Anyway, um, I got those files for you. And he goes, hey, Pete, Peter, Peter! And an officer comes jogging over and he goes, will you get those files out of my car for me, for the officers? Much, much obliged. Peter runs off, um, comes back with the files for you. Um, and there's one that says James Wilton. And there's another one that says Frank Messenger. He goes, Frank was the uh, was that bloody lunatic that charged at me yesterday that you so expertly took down. And he gives a nod at Gonzo. How is this, Joe? He'll be alright. Well, I'll let you two get on then. Thanks, Chief Constable. Uh, I'll just nod and not say a word. <laughs> Um, um, from our sort of position, would the house be a sort of a dry and safe place to look at these files? Yeah. Yeah. No, no yeah, the looking. house or the car, whatever. Yeah. House or car? Oh, let's just let's just pop in here and have a look. And they'll nod towards the house. Sweet. So the James Wilton file says he's fifty-five years old. Was fifty-five years old. Um, is a bit of a recluse. He inherited the land from his father years ago, who was known in local villages as a, a bit of a wrong'un. Um, Wilton was rarely seen off his land and was hostile to ramblers or other types of walkers slash tourists walking the moors. There's no other information on him. Do we have the name of the father? Uh, Timothy Wilton. The other one? The other file is uh, Frank Messenger. Uh, Frank Messenger is 30. He is a secondary school dropout from just outside Cambridge. He writes, edits and publishes Island Weird, a fringe conspiracy magazine, often filled with spurious tales of lizard people, abductions by little grey men and covert black operations on UK soil. He is an early adopter of the burgeoning World Wide Web and has already has a website up and running to capitalise on the opportunity to acquire more readers from across the globe. He's got some past arrests, including trespassing, criminal damage, and breach of the peace, but it feels like, reading the, the report here, it seems like he's just a bit more of a nuisance, rather than a, like an actual danger to anyone. There's an address listed in Norwich. I'm, uh, I'm going to wander over and take a look at that. Oh my god, that's... I know who that is. I mean, I don't know who that is, but... You know, on the boards, this is... You know, Island. Island is a bit of a notorious guy. He's, you know, he's one of the truth seekers. He he tells everyone everything. And, you know, people don't question it. It's legit. His sources are top-notch. And, uh... That was... That, I mean... That was that guy, I guess. That was... I mean... Not what I was expecting in real life, but we well, don't know when these boards do. You. And he's always gonna sort of like go off on a bit of a tangent again about his bloody message boards. And you sent um, him to the Shadow Realm, Ed. I, just, I mean, <laughs> I can't wait to tell someone that I not kicked Island in the face. <laughs> that is, that is gonna go off on this. I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna go down well. And he's gonna look really chuffed. Um, like, look, this guy, maybe, you know, he's. Everyone says he's clued up. Maybe he knows something about about this. You know, I always thought he's a bit a bit out there. But assuming how we've just spent the last day talking about, you know, Woody, maybe maybe he is worth chatting to. It's a good idea. Go and go and talk on the message boards. Go and brag about your activities here. 
This is a really smart idea. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about, just thinking about, not the consequences no. of my actions at the moment. He's just thinking, yeah, <laughs> fuck, this is going to go down so well. What did I say a couple of hours ago? We need to eliminate the threat of unnatural activities and, and, and items in this world. Not tell some crazy lunatic, lunatic that you just roundhouse kicked in the face who's going to tell everyone on this fucking World Wide Web thing. Oh, yeah, so Look, that's... I. Yeah, okay, sorry, I can't get carried away. That's not what I mean. I mean, maybe think about this outside the box a little bit. We're, we're assuming that Woody is the only thing that's going on around here. What if Woody is just one bit of a of a series of like, you know, think about the the Rosetta Stone. You know, we use that to read all the other hieroglyphs. But, you know, what if Woody is just one bit of this? What if there's more around here that, that maybe maybe Frank knows something that uh, local rumours, he knows about the site, maybe he's got some intel. You know, it might be nonsense, but at the same time, I've seen a lot of weird things the last couple of days, Kev. It's just, it's getting odd. You know, it can't hurt to ask. I'm not planning on driving back down to York to go speak to someone who's been in the cells all night. Look, the, uh, what? I bet they let him out on bail by now. We can ask, we can ask him, but why don't we just give him a call? We'll use that fancy phone of yours, ring him up, see what's going on. Let's, well, let's look at the dig site first. You, you, I appreciate it. you could be right. There could be more, more to, he resentedly says, to Woody. <laughs> there could be a, a buzz, you know, or a bull peep, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I think it was out in 94, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he sort of, he's, a, he's along the lines of, you know, let's actually have a, let's get down to the dig site and have a, a look around to see if there is another bit of wood. I am very happy that this late 40s, early 50 year old man's up to date with the cartoon antics of Buster. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story was a massive hit, bro. Yeah. In 94? Fuck off, no. Yeah. Right. Maybe not, actually. 94? When did it come out? I think it was 94. I want to say 97. 95. It's fresh. Five. It is in cinemas. Well, like it that. is only February. Oh, what? Oh, it came out in March. Oh. Again, incredible trailer. I've seen the trailers. <laughs> seen the yeah, going to be looking forward to that next month, both of you, eh? <laughs> oh, so yeah. I know the, what I'm uh, doing. My ho- I haven't seen Deep Impact in this play before. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't think of any movie. Either. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, you go and look at the dig site. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go into it? Yeah, of course. Well, well, I mean, you go over to the dig site and... You remember from from yesterday, the officers were struggling to put over a put over a big tent, a big tarpaulin, which is now pretty much useless because the rain stopped. Um, and they haven't made they haven't made much more headway, but it does seem that they've started to excavate a, a bigger area. Uh, you remember as well yesterday, you overheard you overheard a group of people, or, or some of the guys in the the forensic guys in the in the plastic suits, the plastic white suits, saying that they'll need to probably excavate the whole backyard kind of area instead of just a trench because there's so there were so many bones they were finding so they've started to do that now um, and there's still forensic teams at work uh, in the dig site can I pop over to one and just 
ask them if they've any, made any progress, um, what areas are safe to work in, to look around. It tells you that they've not got too much done since, you know, last night. There's been crews kind of working round the clock, but it's it's a lot of work excavating all the bones and making sure that they're not damaging any of them as they're as they're taking them out. So not not much work has been done, unfortunately. Okay. Is there a possibility for us to have a look over the site? Um, but not looking at Bones specifically, because at this point he's, as much as it's uh, horrible that people might have been killed and, you know, mm-hmm. are buried here, he really is just looking for bits of wood now. You can you can wander around the site, yeah, sure. Crack on. Yeah. But remember, they take everything they find into the police tents. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether they just overlooked. Ah, you know, uh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you spend a good. It's not it's still not a lot of ground, but about maybe about half an hour having a good look over everything, going down the trench that they've already kind of excavated, having a look around. You can't see any bits of wood out, uh, on the outside, no. Yeah. Okay. Peterson, you see anything? I'm a. Uh... I'm just going to look at it, but <sighs> we need to get in there, don't we? And he, Gonzo, sorry, Nero walks over to Gonzo and just sort of says that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that if we leave and think we've closed the case and they open up a bigger excavation site and then they find something, you know, where does that leave us? I guess uh, another road trip to sunny Yorkshire. He's got a gesture towards the rain. Mm. Uh, excuse me, and he shouts over to um, one of the excavators. Uh, when, when do you think this uh, this wider excavation will be uh, started or you know completed? I, I got the impression that Constable uh, Chief Constable was wrapping up the case. They say that. We'll be here for a good couple of weeks, at least, excavating all these bones. The case the case is wrapped up in the sense that they're pretty sure James Bolton has done it and he's killed, mm-hmm. these, killed these people um, and done whatever with these animal bones. In that sense, the, 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 case is, the case is wrapped up, yeah. But not for us. But in, not in, not for the forensic teams in that they're going to yeah. have to excavate all these bones and make sure there's a, if there's any more people down here essentially yeah yeah, yeah. it's a bit the boring work now it's, it's it's the boring work now isn't it like yeah you know, the kind of flashy stuff's gone the guy's dead now it's just you know trawling through all this archaeology stuff really and trying to get everything out categorizing everything yeah yeah. Yeah, and uh, Nero is really concerned that there could be more evidence under there for him, or them, rather mm. than mm. Peterson. Yeah, um, I'm just going to lean over. Like, you found any more bodies down there, or just just animals? There's three cows, two sheep, one horse, six rabbits, thirteen mice, and three people. Oh, you, you found another three people. You found another one. Aye, yeah. Tell me, is there any order to the... Were they buried? Were they lobbed in? Were they put together? Seems like they were buried. Oh. Peterson, perhaps they were, you know, family members. 
we it suggests that Wilton was a bit of a recluse and so was his father and so perhaps perhaps this was a family graveyard maybe 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 any uh, any information on the age and gender not yet no as his accent slips right should we head to these uh, evidence tents to have a look yeah that's cool and then I'm just going to wonder if uh, it's going to sound weird but how does Woody feel is he like is it, is it vibrating <laughs> or anything he feels like a piece of wood <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's not a bloody killer machine you know if, uh, if the wood can be sentient the wood can vibrate two hours ago you, you thought it was all bollocks still think it's all bollocks but at the same time it might not be bollocks so you know just to heed on the side of caution pretend the wood is magic and then just try and get it all done you know what I think secretly you want this you want this to be a sentient piece of wood you know you, you want this you want a story to tell and believe me no one's going to believe your stories if it does turn out to be true. Right? And I'm sure it's going to be a bit, like, a bit rejected, but Frank would believe my stories. <laughs> maybe, maybe he is. Maybe this is, maybe this is part of the angle. That he wants to be cool on the message boards and say all this stuff on the message boards. You go into the tents. Or the first tent, anyway. And much like yesterday, there's there's rows of benches, uh, rows of tables, with little plastic trays on that have all the all the bones categorised as best as they can. You don't see any more bits of wood. Um, and just by looking at the the labelling and stuff, it's it, does it seem like it is it's the cows, sheep, rabbits, yeah. humans yeah. Yeah. as Suspected. Yep. Yep. Any uh, talking to one of the friends guys? Any, any suggestion on age and gender? Looking towards Gonzo as a sort of nod to the good question earlier. Um, not particularly yet. We think uh, one of the sets of bones is female, but we're not we're not hundred percent. One of the people should say anyway. Mm. Mm. Good work. Good work. These kind of things take a while. Any uh, any arrangement in their bur- in their burial? Your your uh, excavators suggested they might have been buried. Anything strange about that? Nope, they were they were buried, uh, but no no special way about them. Seems to just be placed in the placed in the earth. Alright. Anything in there that looked like there was markings on them or some kind of. Writing. No. Why did I start this bloody accent? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Interesting. I'm going to get my little flip book out and write a note. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to turn and say, look, I think, I think this place might be played out for now. 
yeah, in this tent, it seems like it's pretty vanilla. Should we <laughs> check out the other one and then make our leave? Yeah, uh, do you think it's worth asking if anyone's seen Kim? No. No. Chief Constable's already asked if, if, if we've seen her. That suggests that she's not been here. Look, it's just not sitting well with me. People don't just vanish. Let's, let's ask on the way out. Alright, alright. We, so we head to the second tent. Cool. The second tent is less for the collection of cataloging of bones. It's more like a, almost like a command tent. So there's like radio sitting about and there's desks makeshift desks with papers and stuff on them and there's a there's a map up on a whiteboard that sort of thing not particularly uh, a place that has any evidence in okay the the map is that just of the area where we are in relation yeah. to roads and yeah stuff? exactly yeah everyone looks at you as you come in everyone turns around and looks at you at the same time no I'm only joking <laughs> <laughs> It's a local tent for local <laughs> Yeah, you will have no trouble here. <laughs> Can I roll a dodge for them throwing, <laughs> throwing them at me? Um, yeah, Nero immediately thinks like there's nothing nothing in here. We're looking for evidence. Um, his handler has explicitly said, is there anything of a cult? Well, that's a command tent. There's no evidence in here, so why would there be? Uh, and and would we assume that all of the evidence from the house would have been taken to the tent, police tent number one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, most likely. Well, shall we? Yeah, I'm gonna look at you, but I'm gonna have a really, I uh, just unhappy look on my face. It's like a, be like, yeah, we're done. Gone. Uh, I keep saying Gonzo. Sorry, Nero um, approaches to leave and walks towards the car. And as, as we're walking, I'm just going to turn to, like, you know, behind you, this can't just be it. We can't, we've got more questions than answers. We can't just, we can't just, just go now. Of course we can. But, but what, what have we done? What we've done is we've come and, come and ruined some poor woman's life and just, just got, got wet for a couple of days. Nero grabs him by the arm and says We didn't ruin anyone's life If anything We've saved lives She was gonna look at She was gonna do what she did Whether we were here or not The difference is We've stopped anyone else doing it You understand me? And let's go as well He's just gonna He's gonna throw you a look That says no But yeah, Out of his mouth But yeah I guess so uh, then he starts walking back towards the car. <laughs> He's crushed already. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get, motherfucker. Um, get back into the car. It's about a 45 minute drive up to um, the RAF base. Top cliff RAF base. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of staring out the window. How oh, about that kebab yesterday? That was that was smashing. <laughs> <laughs> the 
and there's just <laughs> literally the only thing said on the drive on the drive. Yeah. Nothing but an hour of source talk. No. <laughs> you get to um you get to the RAF base, you pull up to the gate, and there's a young soldier there, kitted out with his gun and everything. Yes, sir. We're looking for William Toxbury. Major Toxbury, uh, stand by. And he goes back into his little hut, picks up the radio. And you can see him like turn around and, and talk into the radio. About a minute goes by and he says something else into the radio. And pops back out and says, okay, going through. Um, you want to be hanging, uh, going to Hangar 4. We'll meet you outside there. Drive over to Hangar 4. Gonzo's perked up a little bit, even though he's feeling pretty much like a failure. He's still thinking like, oh, this is some James Bond shit right here. He's, um, so he's just like looking around, sort of taking it all in as he stares out the window. Nero feels like it's, he's got that two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon feeling. He doesn't really know what to do. Time for a nap. Well, yeah, exhausted, (laughs) anxious, anxious about what's going on for the next day and Mm -hmm. the rest of the day. Um, you have a weird Sunday, George. A little bit on edge. Oh, I used to hate, <laughs> I used to hate Sundays at school. When I was at school, watching Time Team and Crash uh, Scrappy Challenge was like anxiety-inducing entertainment. Oh man, Scrappy Challenge! What a fucking show! The Sunday Scaries. You get to Hangar Four, and there's a man standing. There's a man standing outside the, the kind of large hangar for you, and you know, you know that's for you. It kind of directs you to park up. When you park up, he um, motions for you to get out of the car. Do definitely do. Yeah, I'm just, uh, at this point. I'm sort of just in a uh, like second mode. So basically, anything Nero does, I'm just gonna do. He leads you to almost like an office building, and you go inside. You go down a couple of twisting corridors to you till he leads you to um. It's quite a spare room. I lead you inside and sit you down on the chairs. Can I can I pause? Can I pause you here? Can I can I make a prediction? If Kim Granger walks out the fucking door and says this is a fucking test, I'm gonna flip. Oh mate, if Kim Granger pops up, fucking Gonzo's gonna jizz himself with happiness. Well, if she if she is gonna appear, you know you've ruined it, haven't you? <laughs> no, I'm not ruined it. Um, all right, report. Uh, sheepishly, Nero <coughs> clears his <coughs> clears his throat and says, uh, uh, "This uh, tablet was found on the Yorkshire Moors while investigating James Wilton's death of uh, himself and two police officers. It was found among several animal and a minimum of three human bones, three human skeletons." Uh, taken away from sight with uh, friendly Kim Granger has strange effects on Agent Gonzo he managed to resist Granger is now missing blood was found in her office the asset was acquired second sweep of Dig site found no evidence of no additional evidence of unnatural behaviour. Why is she missing? Why was there blood in the office? 
Uh, we don't know. We've got to pipe up over it. Because uh, it's a, a point of frustration for me. We don't know. We we don't know anything. We're just going to look at the floor. CCTV suggested she came in alone early hours of the morning uh, to Oropus. The door was locked. We managed to find our way in around 8 o'clock to find no one there. Blood on the floor. It was arranged in a particular way, potentially uh, placed there like a cut and and dabbed, dabbed around or dropped. Uh, no evidence of her. CCTV didn't show anyone leaving the building either. How was she able to come into contact with the artefact alone? It was found on the top. According to her, it was found on top of a dig, a couple of about a foot underneath the uh, topsoil, but above the. the I'm talking skeletons. about her office, man. How did she disappear from her office? Oh, oh, quit phrase your question better. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we uh, so we don't know. That has eluded us. Gonzo's going to snigger at that because that deserved a uh, a little snigger out of back talk. Have you got it still? Yes, sir. And he opens up his coat and passes it uh, to him. Still covered. He doesn't touch it. He doesn't touch it. It like points to the desk he's sitting on. Put it on there. Yeah, he does so. Uh, by the way, it's still wrapped like in a yeah. bag. So let me get this straight. Kim Granger found this at the dig site at James Wilton's house. You three then went to York to her office. Presumably she got back into her office later on with the artifact. The next morning you went there and she was gone. There's got- one thing missing. I woke up in the middle of the night and found Gonzo and Miss Granger attempting to leave. To be fair, Ancient Gonzo did stop her. Did stop and... Uh, they did not leave in the middle of the night. However, there was uh, it appeared that she may have been the instigator of this. Is that is that fair to say, Gonzo? I'm just gonna throw you a look. That's like what the hell, man. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, this is you absolutely snitched, bro. What is this? I've, <laughs> I've grown up watching partners on TV. This is uh, this is not what I was expecting. And he's just gonna look at you. Never do any crimes with Jordan. Hey. And then he's just gonna one hundred percent. I work in health and safety. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just gonna look and say, "Yes, she wanted to go and investigate the artifact. I did not go, and you didn't go." I'm just gonna nod. And so in the morning there was blood in her office and she was gone, correct? Nothing else on site that you found? No. It gives you a, a, a nod. Uh, and then he points at you, Nero. He says, you can go. Shall I, I wait in the car for him? No. Alright. And Nero places his hand on Gonzo's shoulder and says, good seeing you. It's just gonna watch you leave over his shoulder. Just as going. you're leaving, he says, "Good, good work, Nero." The man says he doesn't respond. After Nero's gone, the man stands up and leaves the room as well. And then, after a second, the woman you know as Miss Bennett walks into the room, and she sits on the desk. 
She says, how are you doing? He's going to look at her almost like a, not a familiar face, but just a bit of a comrade. Like, it wasn't what I was expecting. No, I'm sure. Are we, are we really just going to just leave all these unanswered questions? Sometimes that's, that's just what it is. Unfortunately, you don't find all the answers. He told me that we'd be helping people. I don't think we helped that poor woman. You didn't help that woman, no. But think about all the all the other people you did help. And then he's just gonna like silently stare at his feet, sort of shuffle them about for a second. Anyway. We'll get you a we'll get you a ride to the train station. And you should go home and get some rest. And you uh, you promised to to make sure that no one found out about my my, my chat rooms. Is that is that still going to happen? Of course. Does that mean you're still watching? <laughs> of course we are. Um, one last thing. The um, Frank. The things he says are they true? Frank? Uh, no, Island Weird. Frank. Frank Messenger. Oh. That little rag that man puts out. Hmm. I mean, he's a useful tool. You can't believe everything you read, though, huh? And then... She says, and she picks up... Sorry. I was going to say, I just got to crack a, a little sly smile as you say that. She picks up the... She picks up the tablet and walks out of the room. And I'll just sort of sit there and then just lean back in the chair and just stare at the ceiling and just go, oh. and just like muse upon the last couple of days for a second and then just stand up and uh, head to the door. Cool. I think we can I think we can call it there. Nice one. Yeah. Um, dun, dun, I feel Gonzo's dun, dun, dun. I feel Gonzo's not frustration but I'm like I just need to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, as uh, we just roll curtains, am I okay to assume that that Gonzo is still in possession of that picture? Yes. Yes, you are. Fantastic. That's the thing. Yeah. Good. 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 And um, Nero has the address of Frank Messenger. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the file. Yeah. That was really. Wow. That was awesome. Thanks, Red. Enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, that, it was, yeah. that was, yeah. Oh, good. It was quite... That was really good. I enjoyed the pace of it. Like, I know, you know, we did spend a good hour getting photos, <laughs> but, however, <laughs> <laughs> it, there was still that element of, as, as like, the, the introductory getting to know the characters. Yeah. First of all, our dynamic, I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, um, I'm a big fan. I like how instantly jaded it the agency makes people yeah it's just yeah the concept and the idea of being a hero just like well actually yeah things don't always work out like that yeah i'm a big fan no that was sick that was really good i mean you boys have got some shit in store for you that's all i'm gonna say thank you for listening for more information on delta green visit delta-green.com 
Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. <laughs>